0: Today, I've got something special for you. Oh, we got to talk to strangers. <sighs> strangers. Hi, it's Anna, and I want to introduce you to Kathy Tu and Tobin Lowe. I first met them two years ago when they had an idea for a new podcast. This show is called Nancy, so like, the question I'm asking you is, what do you think a show called Nancy would be about? I've been listening in as they've been building this show. I think it would be about a little old lady named Nancy.
1: A
2: 30 to 40-year-old woman whose husband left her.
0: Who has lots of cats. They started when I was still in New York, and they were working just a few desks away. And I'm so excited for you to finally get to listen.
2: Well, it's actually going to be an LGBTQ podcast.
0: Yes, Tobin and Kathy are bringing all things gay into your podcast feed. That's one reason to listen. Another reason I love what they're doing is their stories are fun, honest, and edgy. They're all about identity and love and desire and family. And they don't have tidy endings, which I am all about. And I think you'll like them, too. This is one of the first stories Team Nancy shared with me. It's about Kathy, her mom and coming out with the help of Google Translate. Hello, hello.
2: When I was about five years old, my parents told me we were going on vacation. So I packed up my little blue backpack, walked onto a giant airplane, and we moved from Taipei to Los Angeles. We moved so that my sister and brother and I could have a better education. So of course, right away, they stuck me in school. And I... Knowing no English promptly failed first grade. But to be fair, I did start in the middle of the year, and, you know, I thought I was on vacation. So obviously, I've learned English, but I've lost a lot of my Mandarin along the way. My parents speak mostly in Chinese, so our conversations are usually in Chinglish. When I was growing up, my mom would yell at me in Chinese to clean up the living room because something was out of place, and I would scream back in English, I'll do it soon! And I usually was my mom doing the yelling because she did the bulk of the parenting. So her opinion is the one I care about most. And frustratingly, she's the only one who refuses to hear me come out.
3: My name Chinese name is Chen English name is
1: Her English name is Emily. She grew up in rural Taiwan, dirt poor. She told me that like when she was little. She'd be so happy even just to have, like, a little bit of, like, chicken on the table or something. That's Rosalind. Oh, I'm your sister, older sister. My mom was always working.
2: She helped at the family laundromat, and when she was 16, she went to nursing school, because that's what her mom told her to do. She worked as a nurse until she moved to the States when she was 33. She'd probably say she's never met a gay person in her life. That she knew of, at least. Until me. The first time I came out to my mom was after I'd returned from a college semester in Taiwan, relearning Mandarin. I was living in LA and in my first relationship with a girl, and even though I felt like my mom wouldn't take kindly to this news, I felt like I needed to try. Maybe it'll be okay, I thought. Maybe she'll understand, and I've been scared for no reason. And with my new Mandarin skills, I'll be able to really explain myself. So I wrote my mom a long email, and buried in the middle were four short sentences about having a girlfriend. As soon as I hit send, I felt like I'd planted a bomb. About an hour later, my mom called. She yelled and screamed for me to move home. And through my ugly crying, I remember her saying, I was always afraid of this, and I can't accept it. But I didn't go home. In fact, we basically ignored that that interaction ever happened. Instead, My mom and I went back to fighting about everything else.
1: I think you both have very strong personality and very strong cultural beliefs. Like, those ideas are very, very different. So I think you guys clash a lot at the times. When my mom and I fight, she usually ends with, Remember that you're Chinese. Remember that you're Chinese. The Chinese value, the tradition of honoring and respecting elderly, the way you speak, the way you think, has to be more of a conservative. It's a more conservative uh, tradition, you know. Because she's so conservative, we clashed over everything.
2: Growing up, we clashed because I never wanted to wear dresses or anything pink. We clashed because I wanted to play hockey and take martial arts classes. I wanted her to be proud of me for putting together my IKEA dresser without my dad's help. She shook her head and said, You better learn to let a guy help you, or you'll never find a husband. Back then, even though I didn't know I was queer, I knew I was different, and I was ashamed of it. So I spent a lot of time in my room, watching TV, wishing I were someone else, and living in my daydreams. A few years after I came out for the first time, I was living back at home, single, and studying for the bar exam. I felt like I had no control over my life, and every day felt like a never-ending slog. My mom did her best to support me. She left me alone to study, and she made sure I had food and snacks, but even with all that support, I still felt like there was this invisible wall between us. At this point in my life, I was out to everyone I knew, and very happy about it. I guess what I didn't expect was that I'd still long for my mom's validation. So, sitting in my room, books and lectures screaming at me, I thought, I need to come out to my mom again. But this time, I came armed. I found a Mandarin flyer from a local gay rights organization. In bold type at the top, it said, awkwardly translated, After your children came out, a guide for parents of gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender children. I started a new email, attached the flyer, and pressed send. I emailed my mom, who was downstairs. About an hour later, I still hadn't heard anything from her, so I went downstairs into the kitchen where my mom was doing the dishes. I asked if she got my email, and she nodded. Then I asked if she wanted to talk. And she said, without looking at me, what do you want me to say? I didn't have an answer for her. I didn't have the words for validate my existence. So I said, nothing. And we went back to not talking about it. Which brings us to the third time that I've come out to my mom, a couple years later. Hello, hello. We sat down in my sister's room because it's the quietest place in my parents' house. Okay, so this is what I was thinking. We're going to talk about things and then we're going to use Google Translate mm-hmm.
3: for the things that don't
2: make any sense.
3: Ah, Google Translate sometimes. It cannot translate. Very good.
2: Yeah, but the point is if you understand me. I understand, but you, cannot, you guys do not understand me. Really? Why? Because I think that you don't understand me.
3: Uh, I, I don't know. Okay, however.
2: So, so we'll try. I wanted to try it this way because my previous attempts at coming out ended so abruptly. First she yelled at me, then she shut me down. But maybe part of the problem was that I'd been approaching it as an announcement rather than a conversation. So this time, we were going to talk. She had the tools she needed to ask whatever she wanted and to say what she wanted. And I could too. So I did. Part of me not liking myself for so long is that I had to keep hiding part of me from you because you refused to talk to me about it.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. And, I mean, I'm not completely gay, but I'm mostly gay. Mm -hmm. That's not something you choose to do. It's just something that you are. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. You have no response?
2: What kind of response do you expect from me? See, that's the same thing you told me last time. Like when I sent information to you in Chinese, I asked if you had any questions. You said no. And what, what else do you want me to say? And I just, just want us to talk about it because it's a big part of my
3: life. And I think. Okay. If
2: you insist, I will talk about it.
3: The gay I know the gay the, the mean, but um, every parent show you a normal in the life, but every parent wants you to have a normal life the normal life you know the, 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 the marriage and okay? kids is this is what I hope for you like uh, my, I for I my parents this was the
2: expectation from my parents, so I expect the same for my own children
3: <laughs> now
2: if you really are gay, there's nothing I can do about it. Because this is your choice. I only hope for one you thing. Do not discount all men. Yeah, but that's not... That's what I mean when I asked you to you understand what it means to be gay because that's not how it works. This is how I feel. Why did you become this way? Why did you choose this? I don't know. Is it because your family influenced you? Why, Why do you think this way? Why? It's not something you choose. You just are. I don't have the capability of falling in love with men. Do you know what that means?
3: Capacity. Capacity. Capacity.
2: It's not possible for me to fall in love with men. Why? I don't know. It's You're just trying. not possible. Yeah, there's no trying. There's like, date. there's dating, that's, I guess that's trying, but it's just, you don't feel anything. And because you can't accept me as a whole person, I'm always going to feel like I'm lacking this, this relationship, And I can't tell you everything because, so last month, December, was a really hard month for me. But the things that were upsetting me, I can't tell you because it would make you happy, even though it makes me sad. Why? Because there was a girl that I liked who didn't like me back. And I was really sad for a really long time. But I can't tell you that because you would just be happy that this wasn't happening for me. And so December was a really hard time. And why I wasn't home so often. But I can tell you these things.
3: I mm, understand. If you think are more comfortable
2: if you feel that you need to act this way to be happy and more comfortable then go ahead if you make this decision or when you meet the right person I guess I can't do anything about it but if you want me to totally support you I can't do that yet the thing that you should know though is that Whoever my partner is doesn't change who I
3: am now.
2: I don't think you've changed. I just don't want to talk about it. But why? I think this is my fault. I gave birth to you this way. Isn't that my fault?
3: A normal life isn't like this. Who says what's normal?
2: my generation from start to end I don't think okay. there's anything wrong with it but in my opinion well, I expect my children to behave in certain ways and if they don't I can't do anything about it I can't say I reject you because if I do you'll be unhappy and I don't want you to be unhappy
3: don't care if you ask me if I care, of course I do. But I will let
2: go of my care. I will minimize how much I care. As long as you are happy. I think that's the only thing that I can ask. I mean, it's not fair to it's not fair to change somebody's mind immediately.
3: That's
2: fair. I thought if I could just get my mom to understand me if I could just be clear I'd reach her we would connect and she would accept me but I was never going to get that in just one conversation Recently, my mom left me this voicemail She said, she and my dad tried their best to support me and my siblings, but their understanding of us is limited. She wants me to know that I can call to talk about anything. She may not give me the answer I want, but she'll be there to listen. She told me that, as I grew up, she knew I was different. But no matter what I do with my life, she will always be there when I call. And my room will always be there if I need it.
0: That's Kathy too. She and Tobin Lowe are hosts of the new podcast Nancy from WNYC Studios. This story is part of their very first episode, but there's more, including Tobin talking to his parents about when he came out. Go to iTunes, nancypodcast.org or wherever you get your podcasts to find the show and subscribe. Welcome to the world, Nancy. And keep your eye on our feed because we've got another Death, Sex, and Money episode coming out this week. Hear my conversation with Alec Baldwin, recorded in front of a live audience at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. That episode will be out this Wednesday.